Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everybody? Here, I'll be waiting for Chris, but um, I'm here with Jules Urbano. Hello. Hi, guys. And we're getting off to, uh, we're at the Berkeley. We got into a little bit of a sidebar conversation that I had to run hit the record button. Before we get into the actual thing. Very, very interesting. You know, the, the topic of boys came up. Urbano and Jules were going back and forth. And I said, hey, listen, not in front of me. I don't like hearing anything. You know, I, I, I'm, very, I'm very protective over, over sweet Jules, okay? Now, that being said, the topic came up. Now, Jules has brothers. Mm-hmm. I said, like, you know, because Urbano was like, oh, you look at it like, a, like an older brother. I said, no, Jules has brothers. But, like, at the end of the day, you had a concept that was a little bit of a lightning bolt for me. Okay. Which, which was? We're on an advice show. Okay. And I don't think, obviously, like, so So Jules has people I'm sure she would go to for advice. Mm-hmm. But weirdly, we get written into all the time. <laughs> now, there have been, I think you've, you, we have talked about personal life things before. Like, I, I can name one or two things that you've brought up to me. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Not personal life stuff as much as like like your personal life, but not your personal life. Like, oh, right. this is going on with school or this is going on with like a work thing or something like that. Like personal yes. life, waist up, above the heart. Oh my God. Yeah, your brain, Nirvana. I, I took me a second <laughs> oh to understand where you were going. But my point is, you, okay, mm-hmm. would you come to me for advice stuff? What, what or is kind it weird? Of advice stuff. Any any kind like, of advice stuff, like the type of advice stuff that we get ran into for, yeah, like I the relation relationship asked. advice. That is true, actually. We have had convers, but I feel like it was an outlier. We don't have to get into it. Okay. Random things. Random. In yes. the sense of, in the sense of, if I don't, um, something I could never possibly guess was just, hey, this is a random thing going on in my life. I want to talk to you about it. Yeah, I would definitely. Wow. I was just saying, I was saying to myself, like, like it's it's a. Uh, I don't know that I would advise Jules the same. I feel like I've got a vested interest in a little bit. What's that? That looks nice, Chris. Are you guys recording something? Mm-hmm. This is a yuzu chicken piccata. It looks amazing. It's special tonight, so we can edit it out um, if you want, but we all got to try it while it's hot. Okay. It's a, guys, just for y'all you listening, it looks like 
two very nice pieces of, of um, <laughs> lightly grilled or pan-fried chicken. Is that lightly grilled? Battered. Battered, huh? Fried. Is that diet-friendly? No, but work comes first. So I haven't drank, <laughs> drank anything or eaten a carb this whole week. Mm-hmm. I feel just very... Yeah, you're in that month that stage of the diet. I'm all bloated. But anyway, so Chris, we had a. I, I just had a. I just had to ask Jules, "Hey, would you um, come to me for advice on things?" Because Urbano was like, you know, like Urbano, Urbano just gets in there, you know. And I was like, "Hey, not here." Jules, oh my god, does she talk to Al about men's stuff? And Al said, "Not in front of me." And I said, "What better person than you for her to go to?" And Al says she has brothers. And I said, Jules, do you go to your brothers for boy slash man advice? And Jules said, No. Would you go? To, would you go to Urbano? Oh uh, yeah, I go to Urbano. Thank you, Jules. I, I feel like it'd be a very, <laughs> I, I, it'd be a very different like kind of advice. Yeah, I feel like it would be. Do you have an issue going to a guy with with things? Do you, is there any guy in your life that you go to with these two questions? Um, I'd ask my guy friends. Like, I have a group of friends from high school. We all still hang out. Yeah, but you're all the same stuff. age. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's hard to go to someone with the same reference points for a different perspective. Yeah, very you know? true. I would go to Al. I wouldn't go to, like, personal questions, which is what Urbano was trying to do. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you, you'd be more comfortable going, like, like hyper-personal. I think yes. going to Urbano is probably a better call. Yeah. How did we get on this topic? But I think you give good advice, Al. Yeah, no. I, I think it was just about uh, – yeah. no, we got on this topic because – Urbano was trying to just jump into the advice, mm-hmm. okay? Which you know, hey, we love him. He has the tendency to do, but I was just like, not here. Now it's about the forum, which is weird because it is the forum mm-hmm. for anybody else. Fuck, marry, kill, advice edition. So they're not actually marrying or sleeping with anyone, but who is whose advice do you not accept? Yes. Whose advice would you always accept? Whose advice would you accept on one particular topic in this room? Well, oh, that's oh. hard. That's really hard. Well, the question's before you. That's a good chicken piccata. <laughs> so who would I pick to go to advice all the time? In this room, who would you never you go have... to for advice? You, One of us you can never go to for advice. One of us you can one time on one topic go to for advice. And one you can only go to advice for, for advice ever. Well, how about this? How about this? One you have access to always for advice. Mm-hmm. One you have a major crisis. The biggest, the biggest piece of advice. Mm-hmm. One time, mm-hmm. okay. The other one, you're like, peace off. You don't need your advice. I'd rather talk to a wall. <laughs> I I think I would go to Urbano for advice all the time in oh. a way because I'm dead. There's, wow. I don't know. I it's between Urbano and Al. Oh, thank you, Jules. I because Urbano, you do see things in a different perspective. Thank you. But like Al is kind of like you're more like a business mind, so mm. you give it to me straight, like mm. yes or no. When Urbano has more of like. Well, it could go this or that. So I enjoy both of your advice. Sorry, Chris. Uh, Chris is dead. <laughs> anyway, can I tell you what? Tell you who you're not Let's dead see to. Where that gets you. Tell you who you're not dead to, Chris. The first mailbag question. Let's go. Um, is an update, and they reference you, Christopher. I think it's the first time. I don't think it is. No. It's always can. But we'll get into it. <laughs> Dear Albie, hey Albie, Jules, and anyone else who's there today, I Bye. want to update you guys. <laughs> No, you'll see. I wanted to update you guys on my last email. To recap, I was interested in someone and thought he felt the same. So I asked him out. 
His response was, yeah, okay, and there was no follow-up. I wasn't sure what to do from there. Ask him again, forget it, etc. I really appreciated Albie, Jules, and Chris's advice. Although, what Chris said could be considered harsh. He was so accurate, it was almost scary. Maybe I just needed a male perspective on the situation or a straightforward, unbiased opinion. So the update. I saw the guy again today. And although he was super flirty like all the times we've talked before, he dropped the detail that he had a girlfriend. Although it caught me by surprise, I'm glad I listened to your advice beforehand. Because I listened to your perspective on it, it was almost like I was prepared for that answer. Even though it's not what I wanted to hear, I'm glad I could move on from the situation and hopefully find someone even better. Thanks again for your advice. I appreciate all of your help. Best. Ang. When was this? A, it's what, Ang. What, what, was the, what was the question? Remember that girl last episode? It was me and you, and she kept flirting with that guy. Like we didn't know if he worked at a coffee shop or something. Yes. This isn't the horny girl, but like, wait, she was like super horny because like the cop showed up. She's like, no. Oh, no, that was like, Angelata. I'm, yeah. I'm off a date now. The cop showed up. She's like, no, I want you. No, it's not her. Yeah, no, this was the girl, and you couldn't. she couldn't tell if he liked her or not. And Chris, you were like, he's just not that into you. Do you remember that? Yeah, I mean, I don't want anyone to think I'm ever being mean for the sake of being mean. But I have an advantage here on this podcast where I don't have to look you in the face when I give you real, true, harsh advice. So I get to be as honest as I can possibly be. Hmm. It's never for entertainment value. It's truly what I believe. Hmm. And if I rarely get to be as direct as I'd like to be in person, I don't think anyone really gets to. So I get the ability to tell really raw, unfiltered advice without seeing that I'm hurting someone's feelings, which is nice mm-hmm. because in this case, they it's the proof is in the pudding that I, I meant it, you know, and it worked. And uh, it's a shame that Jules will never get that level of advice from me. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is funny because, Chris, do you remember the advice that you gave? No. Not, Chris doesn't even remember the advice he gave. No. He has no idea. No. But it's, it's a funny one because, like, you know, I think that Chris does tend to give, I, yeah. I think, harsh advice. But it, har, you, when, when advice is harsh, you, especially if it's someone that doesn't know you, mm-hmm. I think you got to listen to it the most. Yeah, I can see that. I, Chris, you do give good advice, but I just I don't know if I can How would you harsh. know? <laughs> I'll never get it. Uh, so the, the, the truth is, it's real, like I said, it's not for fun. It's, I don't remember that question because, honestly, a lot of them sound like that. But – Every situation is a little different, but that mm-hmm. was kind of like a generic rundown. But the truth is, um, I don't – like last last week, I, I wanted to um, make have fun with the cop question. But I was like, no, I feel like she's doing everything right. So I'll be honest with people when they're honest. But I do think some people um, he, make up what they – you know, they, they start to – what they want to be the truth, they start to transition it into the truth. And that's not always the case. You're blinded by certain things, you know? That's all. So <clears throat> I think there's there's a number of things to, to take away. First of all, it's nice that we help someone. Very, very yes. good. Going into this, though, do we have a problem with this guy? I don't think so. Because, like, you're looking at this, and she's like, all right, I saw the guy again today, and he was super, okay, he was super flirty, and then he dropped the ball. Caught her by surprise, glad he listened, and then she can move on. Now, mm-hmm. moving on mentally is fine. But him telling her, I think, is a, uh, is what he should do. It's fine. Like, and you could be like, is there a blurred line between being friendly and being flirty? No, it's a flirtation ship. Hmm. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Do you think there's a confirmation bias to flirting? Like, if you're into somebody, mm-hmm. okay, 
and they're just an outgoing, charming personality that's super like, I want to talk all the time to everybody that's in a room. Mm -hmm. Do you think there is a confirmation bias in somebody's head that says they're hitting on me, trying to pick me up, flirting with me, whatever? I get that all the time. I was going to say, because you're very. I, I flirt with everyone. And it's not a flirting for sex. It's just a, a my way of being um, welcoming or just how I kind of communicate. I try to give eye contact. I try to remember people's names. I try to be invested in whatever conversation it is. So I flirt with everyone. I, I feel so wanted when we speak. <laughs> Al, who, who truthfully, rack your brain for a second, who's one of the biggest flirts that you know? Urbano. No. Keep biggest thinking. flirts? One of the biggest flirts that you know. Like, Urbano just admitted that himself, so not No, no, no. Very, very outgoing personality that's not a flirt, but he will be very direct saying, oh, but, you look – like Corey just walks in and you go, your, your hair looks great today. Now, you mean that. Yeah. You're just saying your hair looks great today. And you're also the type of person I feel like has a log in his head. I'm going to compliment five people today. When you wake up, <laughs> like one of those, and you're like checking the no, boxes. No, no, but I do try to be as nice as possible – uh, and remind myself to be grateful, to be nice, to try to. You never know; someone could be going through some shit. Yeah. And yeah. me telling me his hair looks nice could have just made his day because he rarely has a good hair day. Will you size up somebody and say, <laughs> "I think he's got great hair"? I'm hair. Day. We go to the same barber now. But I will say this though: the uh, to that end, do you then look at someone and say, "Wow, they look like they're having a rough go of it"? Let me compliment them. No, no, because okay. then that's disingenuous. Okay. Yeah, Our mother is the answer to that question. Mom oh, is one of the biggest flirts on the planet. Every yeah, time sure. a waiter walks over, look how cute you are. You're adorable. Wow. Look, wow. You, you're, you, gotta, you, you must work out. She says that shit all the time, and she will say, yeah, I always flirt. It is something that I don't think is directly related to um, the intention. Yeah. That being said, I try to not come off like I'm flirting ever because I do think that that um, – I do think it gives off a bad impression like when like even just from growing up in my early 20s or whatever they're like oh yeah like that guy always flirts with me like I'm just nice to you what are you talking about mm. so now and I think I've talked about this on the on here before you have. where I've just said like I just try to be nice and always courteous I think I'm friendly but I try not to ever um compliment anyone on anything outside of like something that they said or thought I'm like oh yeah that was a smart thing to say not like you look great today because I just mm-hmm. don't want to get involved with any mis- any cross lines. Fair enough. Got it. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We're going to move on. We got a new one. Are we ready? Yep. It's from the mailbag. Dear Alvy Mailbag at gmail.com. Hello, my name is Alex, and I'm from Canada. 
It says in parentheses, what, what? Did you do the what, what? No, or they, we did. They did Canada, what, what? Calgary, to be exact. They're really pumped to be from Canada. I think they're confusing Canada with Puerto Rico. You know, like, Puerto Rico, woo, woo. It's Canada. <laughs> I guess the woo, woo of Puerto Rico, and if what, what is Canada, it makes a little bit of sense, well, too. Canada should be A. No. Yeah. A- I mean, if you really think about it, right? Like, well, look, if I'm from Canada and I'm watching, like, any news about the U.S., I'm pretty pumped up, too. Facts. Like, now's a good time to be from Canada. Anyway. I'm sure everyone reading this can relate when I say what WTF 2020. I'll try to write, read exactly. You know what I mean? Okay. I started 2020 off with the worst breakup I've ever been through in my entire life. Shortly after that, and after I turned 32, my father passed away. He was sick for a long time, but still, my life hasn't been the same since. He took it since he took his last breath. I have a large, very close family, so to have all of them around and to be surrounded by that love was amazing during that time. About a week after we laid my father to rest, COVID hit, and everything changed. I was isolated alone as I live on my own, my mother, a new widow, also alone. So it's been a hard year for sure. I took a lot of time for myself and got to the point where I tried to start dating again. I repaired other relationships also during this time, friendships that I had maybe neglected. I became friends with an ex again, not the one that ended at the start of 2020. This is a different long story, LOL. And I got a dog. So things were looking up. The dating, however, not good. Haha, <laughs> because of COVID, I am forced to use the apps and I hate it. I try not to be so negative about it and have met some nice guys, but no one is making the effort. And it's very disheartening. My question, are there decent men left out there? Have you guys heard any COVID love stories that would make me want to feel better about humanity? Do you have any advice for me? I swear I am a normal human. I work a full-time job. I live alone. I have a dog. I take pretty good care of myself. Too much snacking during COVID, but I'm fixing it. I am kind, loyal, honest. Help me. Bunch of E's. Love you all. all. Love all of you. I hope someone reads this, and I don't mean out loud. I mean in general sense because that would be an honor. No name. Make one up, Chris. Um, uh, I didn't expect that, but canned. Candida. <laughs> <laughs> so oh May, gosh. look, maple leaf. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Van, Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Calgary. <laughs> Calgary. <laughs> yeah. Wow, um, Canada is perfect for this game. I love it. Mm. All right, so uh, no, somebody else. You have several questions. First one. Mm-hmm. Are there decent men left out there? I don't know that they're no, on the apps. There never was. I there's don't know that they're on the apps anyway. But there's nothing decent about us. Well, look, I think that it's it's funny because who <laughs> here's the thing, okay? In that context that you're describing right now, mm-hmm. the men are pigs type of context. No, no, I didn't say or, men are pigs. No, are the men are not you said you you know. Well, decent is a very kind of it's it's very loaded. It means mm-hmm. like you know, there's a lot of pressure to be decent. Are there honest men? Sure. Are there loyal men? Sure. Are there sexy men? Sure. Will you get them all in one? Who knows? Yeah, Depends on what you're looking for. Do you think it's harder to find one as a straight girl or a straight guy in a gay situation? I think it's hard to find anyone when you're looking outside of yourself. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I was listening to something earlier today and it said you have to kind of write down all the qualities you want to find in someone mm-hmm. and then force yourself to be that. Because if not, then you wouldn't even date you. No, you're going to get what you put out kind of a thing. There you go. Um, there was only one thing that bothered me about Cannes, um, 
question line of questioning. Should I'm forced to use the apps? No, you're not. You're not. You're not forced to use the apps. You can meet people in the strangest of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, you're trying to force the issue. So the only thing you're really forcing, you're not forced to use the apps. You're forcing yourself to meet people on something that you don't want to meet them in. If you were, to, if there was a bar that you hated going to, you wouldn't say I'm forced to go to this bar to meet people because there's people in there. You would say I don't want to meet the kind of people that go to that bar. Therefore, if you don't like the people you're meeting on the apps, it's because you're using the apps. I don't know why you think someone is just going to emerge through that. So you're not forced to do that. Just keep your eyes open anywhere you go. Don't well, make things happen. Also, you had a shit 2020. So don't keep putting stuff on your plate like why don't you mm-hmm. play with your dog and like be there for your mom and like do all the things that you're that that you are kind of drawn to do mm-hmm. and you can't expect everything to the, the ship to write itself in the 12 months that is 2020 like you started with a shitty year just try to get everything figured out someone will fall right into your lap or they won't but either way, it's not gonna, probably not going to happen on the app if you're not into it. The thing about the apps, and we, we have a ton of people that have written in that say, I use the apps because of COVID. Yeah. Now, they're using it as a substitute for meeting people randomly, which is funny because I feel like there's not a lot of stories that I hear lately about meeting people randomly. But you've got everybody now just throwing themselves on these apps. Yeah. Everybody's getting in there. And they're all doing it for the same reason. Like, you're not really going to be in an environment also where you're going to learn a ton about these people. Like, it's just a weird thing. It's very ripe for hookup culture, mm-hmm. you know? So your your chances of finding somebody quality on that type of stuff, I, I, I thought they were really never good. I mean, certain apps are probably better than others. I don't know. But from personal experience, mm-hmm. there's never been something good that I've run into when I was like, I'm trying to use a time in my life as a distraction for something Mm -hmm. or I'm unhappy about something. So I'm going to try and find that in someone else kind of thing, or I want to find somebody so bad. You just let that shit go. If there's, there are moments where you just got to look at it and say, I want to be so happy with myself and my situation that whatever happens happens and I don't really care. And that doesn't mean you literally in the literal sense don't care. You're just not invested in the outcome of finding somebody because if you didn't find some, it's equally as good to not be with like someone that sucks. So when you go home and you meet anybody, that's a win. You know, if you're out and you meet somebody and you get invested in them for whatever reason and all of a sudden doesn't work out, that's a win because you're just crossing stuff off. There's everybody that like gets into these square peg round hole situations like, "No, I'm going to make this work because this person's in front of me and am I going to find somebody again?" That never works. Plus, you just got to have a relationship, can. Give yourself a minute. You know, you got a lot going on and because you started the email with so much going on, imagine if you did meet somebody and that's how you started the date. They're running. I got to go. I don't know what's going on with this person, but she has a lot on her plate. Yeah. Maybe this is the wrong time for both of us. So if you invest in yourself, get yourself together, go to the gym, join a class, join a dog walkers group, something. Well, look, you know what What makes me like sad about this email? I'll tell you what. She closes it with this like big, long thing where it says, I swear I'm a normal human. I work a full-time job. I live alone. I have a dog. I take pretty good care of myself. But like you're listing this resume of superficial mm-hmm. things, and sometimes not superficial. I'm kind, loyal, honest. All these things. Number one, she never mentions are great, teeth, though. Does she are great have teeth? I'm sure she has teeth. It is she Canada. takes pretty no. good care of myself, you know. So 
you're doing that. It's like, look, someone, please, please, somebody, somebody love me, somebody love me. No, no, no. You got to take the things that you just said and direct them entirely to yourself and then say, look, I've got all this stuff going on. This is a great situation that I have. Whoever's going to get me is going to be lucky as shit. So, yeah, you're going to be picky with whoever's going to be in there because the truth of the matter is there's a lot of like there are a lot. There's there's not good people or bad people. There are just people in context. And I think circumstances make people fluctuate one way or the other. You don't know what people are going through and stuff. Okay, Mm -hmm. you're you're probably in a different mindset now than you were a year ago or two years before that. You know what's going to happen. So they just don't get, you know. Don't worry about us believing that you're normal and kind or whatever else you've promised that you are. You believe that, Can. Start with yourself believing that. It's very true. She asked, if, uh, have we heard any COVID love stories that would make her feel better about humanity? Do you love your dog? <laughs> if you fell in love with your dog, isn't that a love story? I think the quick answer is no. No. <laughs> I, was trying to turn I do around. think that I've heard some stuff, but I yeah. nothing that I remember. But I feel like I've heard a couple things. I think I, I know people that have met people in COVID-like conditions. Mm-hmm. Huh. No. Well, I've heard of people. Um, <laughs> Jill jumped in really quick. Um, I've ahead. heard of people on the apps that have had um, success, but I've never been on any of the dating apps, so I wouldn't know what, like, yeah, she's going through. I've always met people in person. I met one of my best friends at a dirty bookstore in Manhattan. <laughs> like really? Like facts. During COVID? Uh, no, just, oh, it's like, it's just on, a, no, just you know, a random. It's a dirty bookstore. Or they had like, a section for 40, dirty books. No, like you know those Forty Second Street bookstores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. So it's a porn shop. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I call them dirty. We say we met at the library, but. There's not you met. Oh, we met at the library, but it was really like a porn shop. So like, oh, I thought you meant like just a filthy bookstore. Well, it is. Yeah, but I thought you meant just like a like a like a grimy Barnes and Noble. Did they have one of those things you only really see now on TV? But that the rumors that they still exist, where you go in the back and there's like a booth and you put a quarter in and the wall moves up. Yeah, that's pretty fun. What's that like? Did you go in there? You went in there a long time ago. Were you dancing in the thing? I I did not dance. I was offered money though. Urbano, you keep looking at me like I'm the person that you met. In <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you really go in there? Yeah, when I was a kid, I remember I would, I would, uh, a friend told me about it. He was like, "Oh, did you ever go into those dirty bookstores on 42nd Street?" And I was like, "No." And I, I remember, I went. It was a little creepy, but at the same time, it was a little, it was all new. So no, I'm saying like, you did you go into like that phone booth looking thing? You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, where there's glass. Yeah, it's like but, a window. It's like a drive-through strip no, club. No, no, I didn't glass. see a person. It's like the most COVID-compliant strip yeah, club. No, it was I, way ahead I, of its time. That I didn't. I saw those, mm. and I they had like, I walked through, and I saw what like the walk through the hallway, and I saw these curtained-off areas. But I was peep show. Yeah, it was. A yeah, peep yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I did do that, but I didn't like participate. We should do a funny version of a peep show. Easter, we should use peeps. Yeah. But back to can she. Maybe when things start to calm down, take a break from the apps and have like your friends maybe think of someone that could work. You know, like just get out there and meet other people through other friends' recommendations. I don't know. I think that's a chance to take a break from the apps. In groups smaller than 10. Hmm. Has anyone out there, this is a question for the whole community, does anyone know a story of people who have met at a protest? Interesting. Oh, I bet they 
I bet. I feel like they're busy. It's the but like it's the <laughs> but it's the only thing. First of all, there's clearly common interest of everyone that's there. Well, right? this, this the way. thing that most people would fight about, like yeah. four dates in, <clears> you'd learn, oh my god, they're this or they're that. <laughs> this is a situation where you know, like the thing you're not supposed to talk about, one of which is politics. Mm-hmm. You are on the same side there. Concerts, music festivals, games—they're all gone. The only place where there's more than a thousand people in one place is a protest. If you know anyone who's made a love connection in a protest, I want to hear about it. Yeah, I mean, that's the type of thing where, um, let's put it this way, depending on what it is, I hope not. Uh, (laughs) But it's, it's, um, that would be an interesting one. A protest love story. I'll put it out on the Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) You know. See if you get anything. Um, We got another one in the mailbag. Hi to everyone in NB or at the Belmont. You missed. That's not where we are. Did you see I bolted it? You did. You bolted it and put it in red. Yeah. The Belmont. It's the Berkeley, but that's fine. Keep reading the question, bro. All right, man. Unless you want me to say what I texted the Urbano, but you don't. I promise you don't. So I have a horrible – I have had a horrible <laughs> relationship with my brother for our entire lives. Hey, Laura. <laughs> when you guys were talking, I swear to God, I thought you were showing him saying, I wrote this. <laughs> when we were kids, we, he would tease me relentlessly. As teens, I was far from popular, and I think he resented me for it as he went from teasing to talking down to me and making fun of me. I never re- retaliated in the moment. Because I would just let things pile up and blow up at the smallest thing. And then he would act like I was being ridiculous. As adults, we live in different states. But when he visits, we always get into an argument. This last time, the day after Christmas, it happened again. He asked me a question about paying him for for him getting charged for my Amazon account. An issue I partly resolved since since he told me 11 months after it started I couldn't get all his money back. I told him no. And that's when it got scary. He was in my face screaming and, sc- and swearing at me. He wouldn't stop, and I was afraid he was going to hit me. As bad as our relationship is, I've never been scared of him like that. When he finally stopped, I walked away and sent him his money via Venmo because I was afraid of him. My mom, who was sitting in the chair next to me the entire time, said she thought he was going to hit me. For the next day or so, I got several texts from him saying how I owe him that money and how wrong I was and how right he was and how maybe he shouldn't have done that. This was after I paid him, and it got to the point where I had to block him. When I did unblock him, he apologized for what he had done, but then went on to justify it. My family thinks I should forgive him and move on, but I don't know if I can. Please help. I really hope that Don is there today. Cassandra. Well, strike one. Is that Cassandra with a K? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, here's what I think. I think whatever the show is on the ledger here, like pay the balance. Get the money out of the way. Um, forgive him. And then just talk to him only on Christmas. Like, you, just, you guys aren't made to be, like, tight and friends. It sounds like he's got to mature a little bit. Um, I, I kind of want more explanation as to why you share an Amazon account. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, he, but, like, how much, like, like, the money part is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, he asked me a question. He asked me a question about paying him for him getting charged for my Amazon account. An issue I partly resolved, but since he told me 11 months after it started, 
I couldn't get all his money back. So I guess, what's that, like 15 you, bucks? You know how your credit well, card, sometimes mm-hmm. maybe she was charging the wrong credit card. I'm going to assume this isn't just a Prime membership because that's like $90 a year or something like that. But if that's what it is, listen, here's how I would really look at it. If there's money owed, doesn't sound like there is, but I couldn't really tell. If there's money owed, I would pay it as a way of saying this level, this, this dress cost me $90. For $90, this dress goes away. And now I'm not going to talk to you about anything because you've lost that right until you've proven that you can be cool because right now you're not. I'm done. A, we may be related. B, <laughs> I think that when you forgive someone, it's not about absolving them of what they've done or the hurt or forcing them to kind of take accountability. It's more about releasing your own kind of feelings towards that. Because it can't feel good. It doesn't feel good. No. That hurt, that pain, someone screaming in your face about money. Again, we may be related. So what I suggest is kind of try to create a new r- type of relationship. It seems as if a lot of this is kind of bubbling up from childhood mm-hmm. since it's so unresolved. So maybe it's about finding new ways to connect or not. And it's okay either way. You don't have to share everything because you share common DNA. Yeah. I mean, look, what I, I'd look at it like this, right? If that's me and I'm freaking out to the point where someone's scared, like a female, okay, especially, forget about my sister, is scared that I'm going to actually get physical with them over money, I'm paying you because here's here's your piece of shit tax. Like, here's your money. Get out of here. Like, that. at that point, it's like, yo, you're bringing this to a place where you're making this about whatever kind of transaction. It's not about a personal relationship anymore. It's about the money. So here's the money because you clearly care about that more than our relationship, and I'm taking the relationship goodbye. But the fact that she was unwilling to pay prior to that also seems like it's part of the problem. Well, you got to look at it and say this. She's saying um, – look, to an extent, I agree that there's more context to it maybe. Yeah. But not over an Amazon account. I've got relatives I do not talk to, okay? Because you're talking about years and years and years and years and years worth of money that have major, major, major implications, okay, to life in general that after the fact gloated about it to an extent, okay, and went on as far as to say, hey, listen, like there's there's a form of of, – like the mental game that was played was just not okay. Yeah. I am more than cool to take an, a, a life-changing amount of money and chalk that up to saying I would pay triple this to get, keep you out of my life. Yeah. I and uh, all day. That's not $150. Yeah. That now look, regardless of your situation, but if you've got somebody freaking out that bad, I don't know what other things are behind you, but there's not if you're saying, "Uh, eh, yeah, like it's more of a disrespect thing." Well, mom was sitting on the chair the whole time. That's what I'm wondering. Like, mm. it's a little confusing that mom was like, yeah, he did seem like he was going to belch it. It's like, well, thanks, lady. Yeah, like, I don't <laughs> think if that if stuff got to that level in in our spot and also too, like, number one, I, I don't think the par- I, I think that's the type of that's when the parents got to get involved. Right. Right. But beyond that, like. For him to be texting several days after. I think that's a representation of him feeling bad. Yeah. Okay. Like, I have a thing. Explaining it though, 
Not if he's still saying yeah. he's right. Did it say if he's older or younger? I he's think older. he. I bet money he's probably older. He's older. Yeah. And yeah, in the text, he's explaining why he was right. So he's not over it. Like I'm he's sorry, like, but you deserved it. Yeah. Right. That type of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I personally think, and, and you know, I don't know. This is me. I, I do think there's an obligation of the older person to always be like, listen, chill out. Like I'll always, ha- I'll, I'll have this weird just thing where I don't know. I don't, I don't tend to keep score on these things unless it's very, um, if it, if it's a, like almost like a, a sign of some amount of, um, disregard for a person's situation or taking advantage of something. That would be one thing, but that's like, you're telling her 11 months after something started, yeah, but you're also super protective and generous by nature. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, but who this you isn't this isn't about sibling. being this isn't about being generous. It this kind is about of being is. it's no, emotional. Gen- no. He's not emotionally generous. Like the fact that he was still harping on this kind of assault that he felt she inflicted upon him. Like who knows how deep it goes? Yeah. I'll tell you, this is a, a period of my life where I was, I think, dumber. But there was a time, and I don't know why my brain goes to this. I had broken up with an ex. She would use my Uber account. Okay. And then I would wake up like a week and like I'd be getting hit with Uber. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, I feel kind of bad. Like, you know, maybe having a little bit of an issue at the time. Like doesn't know it's my card, you know. And then I'm checking and I'm like, wait a second. I'm getting these emails like three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm legit paying for your rides home with wherever the hell you just were. And I was like, at that point, I made the call. I was like, yo, <laughs> listen. I don't mind if you need it, but like use it to get to work. Don't use it to get back from wherever. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like in this moment, I just kind of feel like, and this is a thing in general. I do think people make when you're leading with money, this amount of money. I don't know. I I just think like if you, if he was hitting her up saying, Hey, listen, I need this. I need this. I'm in a spot. And you're like, yeah, whatever. Get out of here. That's not the read I'm getting on this. But it's also they could be fighting over something that happened when they were in the sixth grade. I mean, her her email isn't just about this one incident. She goes back as to I wasn't pretty. I wasn't popular. I mean, Uh I'm adding that, but I wasn't pretty. I wasn't popular and he never really liked me. So this is kind of it's like when you have a fight with someone and all of a sudden they're like, do you remember 14 years ago when you closed the door on my face? It's like, no. So it seems to be deeper. A lot of vibe here is that she was popular and pretty. And that's why he didn't like her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what if he was like getting like his lunch thrown on the ground when he walked by the popular kid, and the popular kid was like, "Tell your sister what's up." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and now he doesn't like you because of that. I so think stay pretty girl. I think as far as the forgiveness and stuff goes, I think you really try and always forgive your siblings. That's what it. That's what it should be. But. You have to have some kind of mutual respect. If he's just going to continue to try and justify whatever, number one, if you truly believe these justifications aren't necessarily warranted and this is an you know an honest mistake kind of thing, you voice that back and say, look, like the same way your family wants you to forgive him, he's got it in his mind, okay, which he rationally believes he's on the right track, forgive you for just, you know, a misunderstanding and whatever. Or forgive himself. Like, maybe he can't even forgive himself for how angry he was, and that's why he keeps trying to justify For him it. to keep bringing it up, especially if he's older, mm-hmm. it's guilt. there's something there that he feels guilty about and whatever. And honestly, he should. Like, if 
no matter what happens, you know, if you're going to you know, DEFCON 5 over some stuff, you know, like have it be a big deal. I don't think it's the Amazon account. It's probably some stuff that's underneath all that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So So do you think they should have, though, an honest conversation, like sit down and hash it out? It depends or? entirely how much the relationship means to her in the sense that the everyday relationship. Huh. Being cool with your siblings is always a good thing, right? If this is the type of thing where she's obviously got a lot of hurt with this dude and it stems from a bunch of things, I've had really weird situations. Look, me and Lauren had a rough relationship forever, well-documented. On things that honestly to me didn't make a ton of sense. Okay. I would always try and lead with the, okay, I, ha I tried to have the conversations. Marky changed my relationship with Lauren. And sometimes that is the, the new thing is a catalyst to something brand new. Me and Lauren now, cool as hell. You have to start a new conversation. You can't keep going back to that old habit because it becomes the only way you really know how to talk to one another. Mm. It, it becomes sometimes even hard to completely understand there might be some moments but it becomes even hard to understand um you know disagreeing with her on things no nah, it's not that hard to understand disagreeing with her. but like it's <laughs> like like a, a, a picturing not getting along constantly is a weird thing for me because of mm -hmm. how cool things are now so right. in a very strange way things might change so now all of a sudden let's say you guys are still in your young 20s and you have some blowout over an amazon thing they end up having kids or God forbid something happens to your parents and you guys got to rely on each other. Right. You want that to be as clean of a slate as humanly possible. And if it's not from personal experience again, okay, when you say you're done or you're not forgiving somebody, you got to mean it. The people I am done with in my life, I don't have a single regret about that. I don't care what happens when I say that I mean it. But the reason is because I probably went five times more to try and fix the situation from a genuine place, at least in my definition, than I should have. Mm -hmm. And then those people still, because I think maybe to an extent, sometimes people just thrive on conflict or whatever, still try to say, well, this is your fault. This is your, this, they don't take personal responsibility for stuff at that point. Okay, cool. I'm good bailing. And then fresh start and you're fine. But you have that you're not you want you don't want to experience what he's going through right now, which is the guilt of I have to explain this to you because he's going to have to live with that. That's going to be a hundred and fifty dollar thing. That's a very like, you know, almost like dirty feeling of it, you know, because I made is that worth making your sister feel like that? You know, Jules hates Chris. <laughs> <laughs> not what I heard. Oh, wow. Okay. We got to go. We have to go, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Daryl, be mailbag at gmail.com. Never uh, coming back. <laughs> catch you later. I just did a split. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.